Welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast Show. You're listening to the first and only podcast dedicated to the business of pharmacy. Hear from independent pharmacy owners, leading entrepreneurs, political strategists, healthcare technology trends, career coaching, interviews about our pharmacy industry, and more. Be sure to subscribe to the show via iTunes and leave us a voice comment from our contact section on the website. You can find all of our episodes at pharmacypodcast.com. Can you hear me? Uh, yes, yes. We're coming in loud and clear. What's happening? Uh... It's a Pharmacy Friday. Welcome back to the Pharmacy Friday. And hey, we have been out. I've been so busy. Apologize to my listeners uh, for not having our weekly show, wrap-up show, with the one and only Alex Barker. Welcome back to the Pharmacy uh, Friday show. How are you? I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. You have a lot going on. I am uh, really excited about... no, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) You tease, you tease. Yeah, I do have a lot going on. You do. I really like the, the, the forming and the growing of what is Pharmacy Life Radio and uh, being on habit number five was really interesting, which I'm going to get to for our listeners. I want to talk about the five roads out of retail pharmacy, which we'll get to. Going to shout out to some of our Twitter fans, which I'm just taken aback and very humbled. And then uh, I have a very special pharmacy to share with the listeners of what they're doing out there. But let's start off with Let's get this going. Let's let's do a little Pokemon Go conversation. I can't believe, Alex. I know you don't have kids yet that are at that age, probably that are running around with a mobile phone just yet. I think they're still a little too young, but I've got a 13-year-old and a 6-year-old who one uses a work phone, one uses a personal phone, and they're <laughs> Pokemon Going, and it's absolutely mind-blowing what this thing, what this game is all about. Can I tell you an interesting story? Yes, share. I have a I have a friend uh, who's like minded like me, and we were chatting back and forth about this Pokemon Go thing and how it's changing. And so we were chatting back and forth about some of the goals that he has for his life. And he's have you ever you've probably heard of the law of attraction, right? Yes. Um, it's a little bit of voodoo magic, I think. <laughs> you know, believing in something and it'll come to you. And he's the kind of guy who says, you know what, I'm, I'm going to try this. And if it doesn't work, fine. If it does, cool. We'll see. He's an experimenter a lot like me. And we were talking back and forth about this Pokemon Go and what it could mean. And he, <laughs> he said, you know, I really love walking. And so what I'm going to do, and we're coming up with this idea as we go. And he said, I'm going to buy uh, five iPod Touches. I'm going to download the game, put them on clipboard, and I'm going to walk around and play this game on these five iPod touches. And then I'm going to sell the accounts. And this was like this was like just when the game uh, like launched, like the first week. And he said, I'm going to I'm going to bank on this now and see if I can sell these accounts for big money. And so he walks all up and down San Francisco, catching all of these Pokemon and leveling up his character. And he sold his three accounts for a total of 1,500. And he walked like 90 kilometers. He lost four pounds. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's incredible. (laughs) Yeah. And then he just uh, returned back the iPod touches to the store and got his money back. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy, crazy. 
uh, and the cool thing is, though, is what Pokemon Go can do for people who have businesses, right? At this point, if you don't know what it is, basically you just walk around your neighborhood um, and you're looking at a map. And in the map, it's just like our world here. It's our GPS world, but it's just kind of formatted to look more like a game. And in the game, you can catch what are called Pokemon, basically just pocket monsters for short. Right. And you can level up these monsters. You can fight with them. You can play with your friends. And it causes you to walk around or travel because if you go places, you can get things like items. You can go to gyms and fight with your Pokemon. And the reason why this is interesting to businesses is because right now, Pokemon Go has made it so that at random, players can go to these what are called stops and get these items or they can fight with their Pokemon, causing them to go into businesses like coffee shops, pharmacies, um, churches, government buildings, libraries. And while that may be bad for some of these bit, like, um, you know, cemeteries I know are sometimes stops. It's very interesting if you could increase your foot traffic into your pharmacy by hosting one of these places, which isn't an option at this point, but will be in the future. I've seen some other stories coming out of what is, you know, the game and um, something that was very heartwarming is there was a autism boy who's 15 years old and his mother and his mother started using the game as a way of calming him. And sure enough, when she turned it on and walked through the park or wherever they were, this is in Tempe Beach, uh, Arizona, Tempe Beach Park, it would really help him. And some bullies came along, two bullies or something, and started making fun of him when he was off by himself. His mother saw what was going on, uh, ran over after they had uh, kicked barbecue sauce all over his shirt, which was horrible, and she was pretty upset. A couple people saw this happen, and the next thing you know, she gets contacted somehow um, by these, a couple of these strangers about two days later, and they organize a Pokemon Go event just for this 15-year-old boy to come back to uh, Tempe Beach Park, and they surrounded him with uh, some gifts, um, a, a party, and then they all played Pokemon Go for about two hours. So to see the the, the goodness of the world come out in leveraging uh, a new happening trendy game uh, really just kind of blew me away and was very excited to read about that. That's awesome. That is really cool. Yeah, it really is. So my daughters are playing. Uh, they're pretty adamant about the details of the game. I'm learning a lot. Uh, we just saw for the very first time uh, a Pikachu nearby uh, when they were playing, <laughs> but we could not find we could not find Pikachu, and I guess that's a big deal. Uh, it is a pretty cool Pokemon, but let it be known that this is the first time Pikachu has been ever mentioned on the Pharmacy Podcast. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so you found him here on the Pharmacy Podcast. Pharmacy Life Radio. <laughs> I tell you what, you're on habit number five. First, understand, then be understood. And you've done something uh, on the Pharmacy Life Radio that you've never done before. And I'd like to share, I'd like you to share with the listeners uh, why episode, uh, habit number five, uh, episode 28, 
which came out on August 1st. Why that was so special? Well, main, I mean, the main reason why is because we just had someone a lot nicer and cooler than me on the show, which is my wife, Megan <laughs> Barker. Uh, she came on the show to talk about the habit of uh, the seven habits of highly effective pharmacists, which is understand, first understand, then be understood. The concept behind the that idea is whether you're dealing with a patient or someone that you love, like your spouse or um, someone you're intimate with, is um, when you're in a discussion or a conflict with someone, it's very easy to feel like they don't understand you. But one of the best ways to calm tension is to understand that other person first. And when you can do that well um, and clearly communicate that you understand that person, you can then communicate your side of the story. Um, this is a life skill that is so valuable, whether, whether, well, anytime you're working with humans really is when the skill is valuable. <laughs> Cause I mean, there's so many patients that we deal with that are angry and frustrated, rightly so. And when we take the tactic of just understanding where they're coming from first, then, and when we communicate that we understand them, then we can communicate our point of view and why we have a way of thinking about it or why we have to do something for them or why uh, things are being charged to their account. Um, it was a, a pretty powerful session actually just because my wife and I had an argument that day for, of the podcast episode. <laughs> And, uh, I had, I, I had messed up as, as I usually do. And, uh, my wife and I were able to talk about the, well, I guess you could call it an argument. Uh, I think we like to label them discussions <laughs> to be a little bit more positive, but we, we worked through that discussion, uh, kind of live on the air in, in the podcast format. And we just had, you know, a discussion about it. Uh, my co-host Jody kind of took a back seat and kind of just chuckled because we were, I wouldn't say bickering back and forth, but we were teasing each other and talked about how, how our dynamic is between our relationship. I think it was helpful for people. I've, I've actually gotten a lot of good feedback from others, uh, from a marriage standpoint, but also just communicating with people. Um, right. it's well, one of our most important skills as pharmacists and if you can't develop it, it's going to make your life very, very difficult. What I noticed between you two, Megan, and, and what you guys were talking about is Megan wasn't feeling well. You happened to be a doctor of pharmacy and you quickly gave a opinion that, by the way, brought a lot of merit and information to the table. However, you were using pure intelligence in to do what, by the way, men like to do, which are fix problems as quickly as possible um, instead of just being empathetic and listening. And Megan, you know, started to argue with you and you argued with her a little bit. And then and then you realized based on habit number five that when you stopped and actually understood first, rather than just being informative and intelligent and bringing data to the to the problem, which that's what I would have done. I'd have brought data to the problem to get it fixed. Then by being understanding what you 
what you were listening to is Megan had already tried the the medication, I believe, that, that you suggested, and now she was on to the next thing. And if we would have taken time to listen to our wives, or Megan in this case, um, <laughs> it would have avoided that argument. So that was amazing to see Habit Number 5 uh, in play, and, and it worked out the way that it did. I, I really liked it. You used a word there too graciously, and you said, I used my intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> well, you paid, thank you you for, paid those for kind it, words. and you're paying for it, so I wanted to mention wanted to mention all that information in your head. <laughs> well, thanks. I appreciate it, Todd. So what's next? So Five Roads Out of Retail Pharmacy. This really reminded me of other shows that you and I have talked about, other shows that you've mentioned uh, to your listener base, uh, Aaron Albert, who has been a co-host of the Pharmacy Podcast here in 2016, and we hope that she continues. She's doing a great job. She released a series, part one of that series, called Five Roads Out of Retail Pharmacy, which was kicked off by a LinkedIn post that received over 3,000 uh, views and a bunch of comments that people said they were really interested in understanding this. And the title grabs you, and it's not just about getting out of retail. It's about really assessing your career as a pharmacist and she kicks off part number one with an amazing speaker um the author of a, a several books on finance the ideal budget plan and his name and he's known as pete the planner peter dunn who uh, is a well-known financial planner he's actually going to be on good morning america for the second time today which is friday he was on yesterday which is and he he kind of gives his professional overview of getting your finances in order and how much per month uh, you need to get yourself out of debt including student debt and as soon as he started talking and i was listening to the conversation between aaron and and pete I immediately thought of you, Alex, and what you have done, some amazing things with your own personal finances, paying off your house, uh, paying down uh, you know, your, your student debts and getting things in order. I've actually taken a look at my own finances, which uh, have been pretty messy uh, through many things that I've gone through, and really have started listening to some of the things that you've talked about and, and now that Pete has kind of talked about as well. So it's it's been a great kickoff to this uh, five-part series. It should be interesting where she takes it, um, especially considering the first thing she talks about is finances, which seems to be a primary motivator for why people stay at jobs that make them miserable, right? Um, exactly. The proverbial, proverbial golden handcuffs. I, lo I, I love the income and the lifestyle that my job gives me, but I'm trapped and I can't leave it. Exactly. Absolutely. Scary. So uh, we're excited to see what number two is coming and uh, part number two, uh, Five Roads Out of Retail Pharmacy. If you haven't listened to it yet, we just published it. Uh, it's episode 321 on the Pharmacy Podcast Show. It was interesting to really listen to that back and forth conversation. So definitely take a listen um, and let us know what you think. Because of me saying, let us know what you think, there have been some uh, Twitter followers of ours, uh, Alex, that I wanted to give props to and shout out to Ms. Sarah Schmidt, who's a PharmD. Uh, she has been going through uh, long commutes from uh, Washington, D.C. to her time at the American Pharmacist Association. And she tweets at SJSCHM 
Farm D 17 and she said pharmacy podcast you helped get me through my commutes to DC to the APHA during my rotation you and pharmacy life radio so it was really nice to you know we're human beings too and when we get people like Sarah giving us a shout out letting us know that they appreciate what Alex and I do podcasting standpoint it really means a lot yeah thank you <laughs> it, it does make us feel good I have to say that especially if you turn that into a review for the show <laughs> yeah yeah go to, go to iTunes and and give uh, uh, give us some reviews Sarah <laughs> And Dan, I want to talk about Dan. Dan Hoskins is actually in Ireland right now. I think he's coming back this weekend. He tweets at FarmerDan82. And he's been a great supporter and a new listener of the show. And he listens to to both of the shows as well. So just want to give a shout out to Dan too. So I'll tell you what, there's uh, much going on with Pharmacy Podcast. We're sprouting into several kickoff shows from the Pharmacy Podcast Network. I keep talking about the Pharmacy Podcast Network. If you are a pharmacist, you are passionate about what you're talking about um, and what you know and what you're sharing, don't keep it all to yourself. Uh, contact the Pharmacy Podcast Show. We might be able to build you a segment, just like we did with Blair Tielemeyer, Aaron Albert, Alex Barker, who is always contributing great content. And his show that uh, is just growing leaps and bounds is Pharmacy Life Radio. But the, the segments that have been coming out, the episodes that have been coming out, we, we return to pharmacogenomics, which has always been... A, uh, a fascination of mine and understanding how it can be leveraged by pharmacists to lead the way with understanding uh, how drugs affect some people and not others based on their DNA. I really enjoyed episode uh, that, that came out July 7th, uh, taking us back to uh, Aaron's interview with Mandy Bishop, Women Leading in Healthcare IT. Take a listen to that. And then uh, tele telemedicine, telehealth, is just uh, it, it just changing the way that we're touching uh, patients, communicating with patients. Telefarm is a is a technology designed specifically for pharmacies. So if you're expanding your pharmacies, for example, or you know of a regional micro chain that wants to expand into rural areas. Uh, take a look at episode that we published uh, July 20th, which was called Telefarm Empowering Pharmacy. You, have you ever used uh, telehealth or telemedicine, uh, Alex, in your, your uh, rounds in the world of pharmacy? Yes, actually, um, that's the majority of the work I do. That's incredible. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yep. Exponential technologies, right? Life is changing very quickly. <laughs> it really is. And so are you uh, using a video and audio to communicate with uh, patients? Um, I have used both, but audio is a lot simpler. Okay. Uh, I'm just sharing briefly. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I also wanted to say thank you uh, to the Pharmacy Edge magazine, who is, uh, which magazine is, is developed by the American Pharmacy Purchasing Alliance. Josh Parastani uh, is a champion of really paying attention to pricing and how things are negotiated. And he really tries to back up and does a great job at, at being behind uh, the world of DIR fees and giving us information about 
those kinds of things they featured uh the they featured me on their cover of their magazine for august so i just wanted to say thank you out loud to josh uh for the pharmacy edge magazine really giving a backdrop to my story and how uh, the pharmacy podcast came to be. So I really appreciate that, Josh. Thank you. Not always I get to be on the cover of a magazine. It's my first time. So uh, it's exciting. <laughs> that spread on uh, GQ didn't count, right? It, it didn't. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get anything for that uh, back in the day when I was a model. Not. <laughs> Not. <laughs> So uh, in, in closing, I always talk about a pharmacy that's really standing out, doing things differently. Um, Jeffrey Karp, who has been a friend of mine for about three years now, back about 10 years ago, he and his wife uh, were having problems um, having a baby. And Jeff is a pharmacist. He's always been passionate about his patients. And what do you know? He formed a specialty pharmacy that focuses on fertility and his business based on leveraging his knowledge of fertility based on his study of that and being a pharmacist and gathering up people who were incredible researchers and infertility he formed integrity rx which you can find at integrity rx sp as in specialtypharmacy.com just want to give a shout out to Jeff. He's doing amazing things. He's passionate about what he's doing, which I absolutely love when pharmacists are passionate about what they do rather than it just being a, a, about the almighty dollar, which I know is important to keep us all going. But when you lead with passion and lead with truth and lead in this case with integrity, it equals some amazing things. So integrity RX. So I tell you what, what's next on the agenda for you, uh, Mr. Alex? What's coming down uh, the Pharmacy Life radio uh, track? Tell us about episode um, habit number six coming. So the next episode is all about synergy, which is something that most people in life will never experience. Synergy is when a group of people come together with a common purpose where all of the habits that we've previously mentioned build on themselves to get to this point of synergy. And to explain what that looks like, um, I'll explain what's happened in my own life um, to kind of give you a picture. So there's a group of guys that I meet with once a week in the mornings where we discuss what's going on in our lives and in our um, side hustle businesses. Um, one of the guys, actually two of the guys are full-time entrepreneurs and it's all about, that group is all about pushing ourselves. And from this group, what's come from it is a conference that one of my friends is running. Um, we didn't meet for a specific purpose like this. We just met to kind of push ourselves and because we're all so in tune with each other and we have such a great vision for what we want to create with our lives, uh, my friend now created a conference called Do Big Things. And I'll be speaking at the event and helping run some of the things. And <laughs> what synergy really is from that example is when you meet with, even if it's just one other person and the results that come from it, are way bigger than what you would have ever expected. Um, it's not, you know, it's no longer one plus one equals two. It's one plus one equals 20. Wow. 
that's the power of synergy. And that's what we're talking about next week in our show. That's incredible. Um, I want to hear more about that conference. I hope that you'll um, push it out through some of the social media channels that we cross over and we'll make sure that we talk about it on an upcoming uh, Pharmacy Friday wrap up show. Sure. I can send you a link. Very good. And I'll put it in some of our show notes. Well, I thank you listeners for being our listeners. We are very, very thankful to you uh, to keep this all going and giving us a reason to uh, continue to podcast and what we believe in. uh, We believe parallels what you ultimately believe in as pharmacists and providers. Remember how important you are. Uh, Please remember that your patients uh, rely on you and please realize that you must understand first your patient before expecting them to understand you, the pharmacist. And take a listen to Pharmacy Life Radio, uh, habit number five. I'm Todd Yuri. I am Dr. Alex Barker. <laughs> and you are listening to the Pharmacy Friday wrap-up show. And we thank you. Have a great weekend. Sayonara. We hope you enjoyed another episode of the Pharmacy Podcast Show. Be sure to subscribe to the show and send us a voice message with your ideas and comments from our contact section on the website. Did you know we develop digital health content to assist with business development and marketing efforts? Learn how we can help you drive more patients, physicians, and targeted leads to your website. Contact us today at pharmacypodcast.com. 